0: Most of the time, we review books that we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times, we review books that stink. And when a book really stinks, we get fussy. So this is a warning that sometimes we'll swear on this podcast, or sometimes the material that we're reviewing will be adult in nature. So keep that in mind as you listen to this week's episode. Ben! Hi. (sighs) (laughs)
1: How how have you been the last two weeks? Uh, Pretty good overall. Thank you for asking.
0: (laughs) What listeners don't know is that we just had to keep redoing our intro like three times now. Nothing else exciting? I know from our previous episode that you said you had a date that you went on uh, on a nice, uh, cool evening. So did you guys have fun?
1: Yes, I had a pleasant time. Thank you for asking. I think she had a pleasant time also. She thanks you for asking as well if she happens to listen to this ever.
0: I was just going to say, clearly, this is all because she might listen to it. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad things went well. Uh, it's going to ruin the show. As soon as someone starts dating, the show just goes down the tubes, Ben. Yeah, sorry. Don't be realizing like I I I it's, it's pretty much you're just going to have to just let your mom start co hosting.
1: I mean, she. Don't give her any ideas. <laughs> uh, she already thinks she does, I think, in some sense. So, yeah. I'm,
0: I don't know I'm, how I'm well sure your mom would do boy. with all the adult the adult conversations we have on this on this show. Do you think she'd do okay with that? Can she replace you? I don't know how to answer that. What kind of <laughs> question is that? I don't know. Well, in the last episode, we talked extensively <laughs> about masturbation and stuff, and I don't know how your mom would be able to keep up with that if she was co-hosting. She might just kind of get quiet and want to change the subject talk about birds again. She does like to talk
1: about birds. She should just start her own podcast where it's just all about birds. Yeah, if she did that, though, then would she still be supplying us with the content that we crave from her? I'm afraid of her ego getting out of control if we keep talking her up like this. Just... You're always worried about her ego. Well, we should probably move on, but I really want to dive into that sometime.
0: What is your mom like that you're so worried about things getting to her, <laughs> getting her a big head?
1: I don't know. It's just, it seems dangerous. I mean, she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's good where she is now. Let's just keep things how they are now. Let's is she not uh, tamper with woman? success. Does she get no. destructive? Okay. No. Well, is there anything else in your week? I,
0: I have absolutely nothing except for impending job loss. And uh, that's kind of it.
1: Uh, nothing um, else.
0: Nothing else to report at all. Just my my pathetic. boss
1: still is out of the office with COVID. She had pneumonia last week, also. Jesus. Uh, so that's been nice not having her around. I have to.
0: You cold-hearted son of a bitch. Here's wishing her a very <laughs> slow recovery. <laughs> well, lucky for you, COVID takes a couple weeks before you're
1: not infectious and also got your some of your symptoms go away. Yeah, Uh, she was on a couple of uh, meetings with me today, and she she sounds like she's slowly getting back to normal, so uh, that's disappointing. (laughs) Again, you cold-hearted son of a bitch. It's been really nice not having her around. I actually, I got together on Saturday. I just shared something with you, by the way. Something else I came across.
0: The Hardy Boys on Hulu? Yeah! What the hell is this? Do it looks terrible. It? Is it. Oh, my browser keeps loading up uh, pictures of Kristen Stewart. On my free time, <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of time. Ooh, how many episodes? Oh, it premieres in December. Should we start doing episodes based
1: oh, on... I, it, it looks like this really gritty take on the Hardy Boys, this modern... T- its not, First of all, it's set in modern days. I'd, I'd prefer if it was set in the 20s with all <laughs> with this... Serious, like, seriously racist? Yeah, like the racist undertones of this bucolic uh, seaside town in Connecticut or wherever the fuck they are. And yeah. Yeah, but it's it's set in modern times, it looks like, and it looks really dark and gritty, so Uh, I I don't know. Well, we're at
0: least going to have to watch one episode and see what the Hardy Boys, how they reboot the Hardy Boys. Hope that they don't try to do like they did to Archie or whatever on Netflix, the Archie comics, where suddenly it's about, like, students (laughs) having sex with teachers and all this sort of (laughs) horrible stuff.
1: I never, yeah, I never saw any of those, but I, I, yeah, I heard there was quite the... Quite the phenomenon. Yeah, right?
0: they really Among tried the kids, to take yeah. it up a notch.
1: What was it uh, called? Was it just called the Riverdale
0: or something? Yeah, that's only, I think it's called Riverdale, yeah. That's okay. probably it. I only watched like an episode or I think like the first episode of students having sex with a teacher or whatever. And I was like, okay, boy, they're... it's like Howard Stern wrote this. Like, you got to shock them.
1: If you want to get the ratings, you got to shock them. <laughs> well, why are they using like Archie as the source material? Why not just have a new show? Why does it need to be? I know, I know. Okay, so we're going to take Archie. It, but it's going to be nothing like that. I so like, why, why even use that as the starting point?
0: Anything else going on, Ben, besides the Oh, I was going to say, Saturday, um, I got together with a friend of mine who works in HR. I think he kind of doesn't believe COVID's real. So we got together at this restaurant by my place, uh, and you can sit outside. And so that was the plan. We we're going to go and we we're going to sit outside. and At,
1: at Schmoney's?
0: Uh, No, <laughs> Baboys. <laughs> I
1: don't even know. What that means. <laughs> oh. uh,
0: so he sat out there. It was really windy. I'm like, this is perfect because this guy clearly has no just trying to be generally careful about, like, you know, he's probably going to the store without a mask and stuff. Like, who knows what he's doing? Yeah. So sitting outside, fine.
1: And, Wait, you know, is, is he in HR at my company <laughs> by any chance? No. <laughs> but oh, okay. it sounds like he should be. He sounds like a good cultural fit. Yeah, I know. I know.
0: Um, so we're sitting out there for a while. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm cold. Can we go inside? And I was like, eh, I kind of don't want to. And he's like, oh, come on. It's not that bad. There's hardly anyone in there. So I gave in and we went inside. I'm like, how bad can it be? Right. Like, I'm sure they're they've got to be careful by now. Uh, no, nope, they're not careful, and he was breathing all over me. Uh, he sat on the other side of this table and just was spewing his breath all on me and my beer and everything. So, I'm just counting down the days now. <laughs> Where if 7 to 14 days from now, if I'm still healthy, then I'm, I think I'm in the clear. Let's move on to Backyard Blast Bird Blurb.
1: Gretchen's Backyard Blast Bird Blurb. Fun fact Birds have extremely large eyes in proportion to their heads, especially raptors. If we had the same proportion as raptors, our eyes would be the size of oranges. (laughs) How about that for a fun fact? (laughs) It's a fun fact. Yeah, imagine that. Your eyes the size of an orange? Come on, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Ah, we're having a good time here, aren't we? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got any jokes? What should you do if you're attacked by a group of clowns? <laughs> Go straight for the juggler. Uh, oh, God. brains <laughs> uh, yeah. of the operation, sure.
0: Any others, or is that it? And, sure. and, you,
1: and you think this woman should have an entire show of her own. Oh, can you imagine it?
0: she'd have the fun facts bird section it'd be like huge eyes and then she'd move on she'd end the show with a joke I can see how she'd structure this out and it would just be delightful
1: thank you as always Mom. love you
0: (laughs) alright let's get into the book are continuing to read Uh, (laughs) you know the funny thing is on my notes I accidentally deleted the title of the book and I don't remember it oh Breaking Dawn Breaking Dawn none of the titles of any of her books make any real sense to the stories that they're telling so it's just like I don't they all run together it's like the Star Wars titles none of them mean anything I don't know which one's which yeah by Stephanie Meyer Breaking Dawn Uh, it was written in 2008 and a fun fact about her uh, she's been criticized by Stephen King uh, Him saying that Twilight Is all about how important it is To have a boyfriend Ben
1: Do it's you have a important. fun fact? No I um, I've been busy but that's not your business So no I didn't do much research
0: <laughs> Okay fine <laughs> Uh, I have another one. Uh, This is about the movies. After landing their coveted roles, uh, Twilight leads Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart had to get physical. Specifically, the actors flew to to their Catherine. This came from one of those...
1: Oh, fact yeah. websites that are clearly written Is it poorly by, translated? Horribly translated, translated. English into Chinese <clears throat> and then back into English via Spanish or something.
0: Yeah, and it's actually a part of my other podcast as I always try to read fun facts about the author of the story I'm reading and I specifically try to pick out these. They're just delightful. Uh, the actors flew to their Catherine Hardwick's home and rehearsed love scenes dot 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 on the director's own bed. What well, kind of perverted seems... crap is that?
1: Well, how else would you rehearse such a scene? That makes perfect sense, right? So you got to go to the director's
0: personal home, get in the director's bed, and then the director's like smoking a cigarette, sitting in a chair, facing the bed, and just goes, Take your top off. (laughs) Like, what's going on? That just sounds creepy. And lastly, which means I'm all out of these for our next and final episode, Hmm. uh, the rock band Muse is heavily influenced her writing.
1: Like, I can listen to a Muse song every now and then, but they get. Kind of long and boring and repetitive. After a couple, of just like Stephanie Meyer's books. Yeah. Oh, that's probably the reason why it's so 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 influential. Because yeah, I think every Muse song sounds pretty much the same. Yeah. Just like, like Stephanie kinda, Meyer's books. Yeah, and they go on a bit too long. Mm-hmm. Just like
0: Stephanie Meyer's books. Well, yeah. So I I
1: can see yeah I can see where the the influence came in there. Yeah. Do you want
0: to give the patented Ben overview of the book? Uh, There's so not very really much d- to overview it's kind of nothing happened in these pages
1: hey who's doing overview here me or you
0: No, you go nuts chapters 19 through 28 go
1: yeah so this is book three of breaking dawn which is book four (laughs) and this is the first half of book three yep which is in the second half of book four i like that you and i chose to
0: make it even more confusing than it needed to be by only reading the first half of book four three
1: go on but book yeah so um, we're, we're back to Bella's perspective now. We're, we're away from the wolf perspective that we had in book two of book four. Because now we're back into the part one of book three <laughs> of book four. Yeah, we really screwed ourselves over. Breaking on Dawn, book three is Bella. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bella has uh, been turned into a vampire. So we open with her kind of waking up all disoriented, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, Edward still can't read her mind. Uh, it's, it's good, though. Belle's very pretty, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something about hunting. She's got to hunt. Um, there's, they, they grin a lot. Oh, back God, in the grinning. I, I
0: noticed that, too, yeah.
1: Yeah, the, lots of grinning. Uh, Jacob, the werewolf, keeps hanging around for some reason that Bella can't figure out but it's because as we uh do at the end of the last book he's imprinted on the creepy baby that Bella and Edward had um (laughs) the baby has some stupid power where she can touch people's faces and then those people can read the baby's thoughts um (laughs) there's some hot vampire birthday sex (laughs) in the cottage that Esme built for them out back Mm. um then Jacob has some stupid plan to tell Charlie that he's a werewolf and Bella... I, I don't know. He doesn't exactly tell Charlie that Bella's a vampire, but yeah. he knows that she's weird now. <laughs> um, and then there's more scenes of the baby being really creepy. And then uh, it turns out the Volturi are back in the picture and the Volturi want to kill everybody.
0: Now that she's a vampire... Yeah. They spent so much, like so many pages... Only describing a handful of things that she has as new powers now. It's like, so there's a ton of time spent talking about how she's basically the same temperature as Edward. So when she touches it, uh, it doesn't
1: feel cold. Well, I like, too, the, the other vampires have these powers where, you know, Edward can read people's thoughts and mm. Alice can see the future. And mm. Bella's superpower is considerable restraint.
0: That's the other thing, because... I don't know. Like, I don't, it's, it's just so such bad writing. She doesn't want it. So she set up this entire thing where if someone turns into a vampire, they're basically like a baby and they're going to run around trying to kill and eat and whatever because they're just so thirsty for blood. And so you've got to remove them from society and give them time to calm down and get control. But she just never has it because she's just so great. She's so remarkable. Yeah. And so that's it. So it's like all this shit we had to read about, like, oh my God, well, you're not going to be the same, and your dad can't see you like that, and it's going to be forever until you're normal, so we'll just tell your dad that you're dead, and blah, 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 blah. But then it's like, oh no, it turns out she's got a total <laughs> restraint the yeah, whole well, time. Yeah, it's fine. So she's the same temp as Edward, uh, and did I get this right? She can see eight color rainbows, they mentioned? I was like, well, what?
1: okay, so she can see the same visible light spectrum that anyone else can with the seven base colors, right? Right. Right. Then but then she she's saying see, she can see this unnamed color at the edge of the spectrum, which there's a name for it. I don't know which edge of the spectrum she's microwaves. looking at. It's, it's either infrared or ultraviolet. It just depends oh. on which edge of the spectrum she's okay. looking at. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Those sort are of just... Not microwaves. Electromagnetic waves on the edge of the visible light spectrum. So
0: Yeah. Okay, that's how I caught that. They kind of kept mentioning it, and I'm like, this is... Yeah, but
1: no, I just like how she described it. It's this thing that I can't put a name to. I'm like, no, there's a name for it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. She can hear cars on the highway. Uh, When she looks in the mirror, she sees herself as incredibly beautiful. And I guess either that she's really beautiful or that they see themselves differently in mirrors. I don't know. I didn't care. Uh, And also, she's not clumsy anymore. And then when she hunts, she's stronger than Edward and faster than him. Uh, yeah.
1: Vampires then, sure like to race. They, they sure love a good foot race, don't they? Those I know. Vampires. Everything's
0: just real exciting. Just scrapping and yelling, running through those woods at lightning speeds. Uh, and then that's what she also said, that um, she's so desperate to feed or hunt. Uh, and the quote that I loved out of that whole thing, learning about all her skills, was that her mouth felt like four o'clock on a June afternoon in Death Valley. <laughs> well, that's pretty dry. I guess. Why four o'clock specifically? I get the Death Valley. What about June? Why not August? That's usually the hottest, but I don't know. It was just so specific. I couldn't figure out why she had to spell it out that way. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we can move on to There's just that. Basically, I was just whining because why do we have my to favorite. read about her skills? Uh, they weren't that great, and it was pretty much like... The majority of what we read was just kind of building up to all of her skills. It was driving me crazy.
1: Well, yeah, the majority of what we read was just vampires have really heightened senses and they're strong and fast. I mean, we already knew all that. Yeah. So Uh, my my quote from there that I really liked was, oh, well, I guess my brain will never work right. At least I'm pretty. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I do. I wish I'd been counting the grins again because there were so many grins oh, do, do you have your electronic version of the book can you, can you oh, look up how many grins are in this section I don't have
0: it in me to take that much time out of my day so I got the audiobook okay. again so okay, I can actually fine. do other stuff while I have to endure this okay well there was a lot there was a ton especially in the beginning it was everyone was grinning it was grin 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 and I was like this is getting absurd <laughs> as I was washing dishes <laughs> listening to it
1: yeah well uh what sucked for you all the, the cheesy sex innuendo jokes that they were trading back and forth—that was dumb. Well, it sucked for me. One thing that was kind of shocking to
0: me—that uh, shocked me weirdly—was uh, that when Jacob tells Bella about his imprinting on her daughter, she gets really offended and is, you know, saying like, "You stay away from my kid and leave me alone." And then, and then his arguments—he like starts trying to reason with her about it. Like, "Well, you said you want me to be like family, so now I'm family because I'm going to marry your newborn." And then she, then the thing that kind of made me go, oh, God, is when she was saying, like, he's going to be my son-in-law. And I was like, ah, this whole thing sucks. And then it dawned on me, why didn't she, if she really has got to prove this point about imprinting and there's just no rules when it comes to imprinting, why couldn't Jacob fall in love with, like, a 90-year-old woman instead? Why has it got to constantly be children all the time? Well, don't be
1: ridiculous. Come on. (laughs) An old woman. Come on. love is love, Ben. Even, you can... Possibly love the old No but, you can't uh, They're not physically beautiful And that's all that matters Is Stephanie Meyer
0: That's a good point That's a good point Youth is beautiful uh, yeah. Old people are the past Yeah nobody wants to Look at an old person I don't even like the idea I can barely I'm starting to have Problems looking at myself In the mirror I'm that hateful Towards aging Where I'm not even able To look at myself Yeah uh, And then I was thinking Like wouldn't the baby's Smell make it impossible For him to 20 years from now Make coitus because the, the wolves can't stand the way vampires smell, because they smell like rotting corpses or whatever. I don't know.
1: Well, we're not quite sure if this baby is exactly a vampire or what it is, so...
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be half vampire or whatever
1: the deal. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I know, and and what sucked for me, I guess, is just the, the rationale of how the Volturi operate. Why do they have... So, initially, they... They don't kill Bella right away when their vampire secrets are revealed. They give them, what, two years to turn her into a vampire? And then Alice has this vision of the Volturi coming to kill all of them because they see Renesmee. God, that's a stupid name. I know. (laughs) but this one vampire sees Renesmee and thinks that Edward and Bella have turned a child into a vampire and they don't she doesn't realize that Bella gave birth to it so anyway this right. other vampire goes to snitch on them and the Volturi are coming to kill everybody according to Alice's vision but yeah. they're it, they're doing it like in a month like why why are the Volturi waiting a month yeah. to
0: that's a good point. Cause then they were going to like escape to South America or something. Weren't they? Like they were
1: going to take I, off to South America. Uh, yeah. they're Well, they were going to go to South America to like research vampire babies or something oh. from local legends there. It's just weird, but why is there? So this vampire goes to snitch on the Cullens, tells them about this baby that she thinks she saw. And the Volturi like, yeah, we got to, there's no, there's no gray area here. These people all have to die. <laughs> uh, so, so we're about, well, yeah, next month. Is next month work for everyone? Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a month, and then we'll go and take care of this problem.
0: One of them's like, oh, I got a thing I'm going to uh, in two weeks, so I can't go. Can we push it out to next month?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. and, like, why didn't they kill Bella right away? They gave her this chance to, like, well, uh, yeah, our we'll rules say we're supposed to kill you, kill any human that finds out about us. But uh, why don't you, yeah, go, go have a honeymoon and everything. Uh, report yeah. back to us later, and we'll, I don't know, maybe we won't kill you. So
0: moving on, yeah. Uh, there's the whole Charlie thing. One, it starts, and I swear she's just making this up as she's typing, because it starts out. That's like, what it
1: felt like. Yeah, I had a hard time just keeping up with like what, wait, what the fuck's going on? I know here? the rules keep changing,
0: details kind of change on the fly and morph into other things. And I was like, I don't think she's keeping track of anything that she's writing. I think she just kind of sits down and just like her eyes roll back in her head and she goes, "Oh," She just starts typing whatever <laughs> comes out. And it just doesn't nothing stops her but so she suddenly is talking about how she's going to miss Charlie and she's going to miss all of her friends that she had when she was human and doesn't take advantage of that moment when she writes this she doesn't take advantage of that to try to make the character seem a little more believable by like oh remember when I was completely obsessed with being a vampire no matter how many times Edward warned me about how I'm going to miss all my human friends and being human and I kept saying I don't care I just want to be a vampire I want to be with you and now that she is a vampire she just sort of offhandedly like I'm going to miss all those guys like and then that's it. That's the last that's said about it, and just moves on. There's no conversation. There's no, <laughs> no reflection. There's nothing. And then why, why did Jacob tell Charlie about how he's
1: a werewolf? What was the reason for that? I, I don't know. I still don't know. And I wasn't gonna go reread the chapter or anything, but no. I, I did not understand Jacob's. Re- I, I don't know. There's no reasoning. And didn't there Charlie, was something about Edward... did Charlie
0: see her before that, or did Charlie see her after that? Because he actually saw her face to face before. Or after what? Jacob telling him about like I'm a werewolf and your daughter's real weird now, but I can't tell you about it because you might die. Well, yeah, that,
1: and that's when Charlie. So yeah, Jacob <laughs> turned himself into a werewolf in front of Charlie. <laughs> and he's like, and then yeah, now you got to go see Bella. She she hasn't actually been sick. And so I, yeah, I don't get how that worked at all. There's like no. And then Charlie's like, okay, uh, something weird's going on here. I don't want to know all the details. It, I don't know. It, was it made just no sense made at all. Sense. Like
0: it, not even in the story. It didn't make any sense because didn't. No. I don't think Jacob told him. If you know what she is, you're going to wind up getting killed. I don't think he said that. I think. I think the dad is just like I don't really want to know.
1: Yeah, I was like <laughs> whoa, you're a werewolf. I don't want to know anything else. That was basically it. Yeah, it was it, completely I, silly. Yeah, it did not make sense even in this stupid world that Stephanie Myers built for us.
0: Oh, one of my favorite uh, quotes was when uh Charlie finally went to go see Bella and see the baby. He says, "prettiest baby I ever saw including you, no offense." And then she says, "I know." And then he says, "pretty baby." <laughs> 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 what the hell am I reading? <laughs> and then for no reason Bella arm wrestles Emmett to keep him from talking I, smack about her
1: sex life? It's all the yeah, the vampires just love physical competition for some reason. They're always racing or arm wrestling and yeah, it's just <laughs> So what kind of related to that though? Just how like awesome vampires are. Why did Edward not want to turn Bella into a vampire before because mm-hmm. this whole most of what we read was just describing how awesome it is to be a vampire no and drawbacks, like no yeah. drawbacks yeah
0: mm-hmm. I know it's ridiculous because you think you think that you think that these chapters would be dedicated to oh this is what it's like to be a vampire oh and here's why Edward didn't want me to be one like here's the
1: you know drawbacks yeah. or repercussions
0: of this decision but no nothing was like
1: the first like day and a half when she was transitioning was kind of uncomfortable it seems like physically she was in some pain but after that it's like yeah she can see colors that people can't see and her senses are super heightened and she's super strong and fast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh, she's just... so strong that after
0: she beat Emmett uh, arm wrestling, because I guess that's one of her gifts that are better than others, is that she's just kind of more strong than the rest of them and faster. and whatever. She's better. Everything's perfect. Everything's better.
1: Well, no, they said that's common for newborns.
0: <clears throat> oh, I thought that was just like her traits. But either way, she slams his hand down into this boulder that they're arm wrestling on. And, you know, embeds his hand in the boulder or whatever, so it breaks the boulder. And then she's just so fucking jacked that she just starts beating the shit out of the boulder and crushing it into. <laughs> little pebbles and stuff. Yeah.
1: Which her creepy baby just loves.
0: Oh I know, yeah. And the baby is like getting more adult and then like the baby it's goes a and creepy feeds. baby. The baby goes on a hunting trip with
1: them. Yeah, the baby I don't like this baby one bit. This baby is super creeping me out.
0: I know, I hate the whole because I'm still thinking it's like a toddler or something. Like it's grown to the size of a toddler that just talks more or something. But now it's like racing through the forest and killing elk.
1: Well, yeah, it's like it looks like it's two or three years old or whatever, but it Speaks with perfect grammar and can read, <laughs> and is, can kill an elk with its bare hands, but it's still supposed to be cute somehow.
0: Yeah, and that's the other and thing. They, say, is,
1: they even she even like described it as being not chubby like a baby; it was more proportioned like an adult, but <laughs> the size of a two year old is like that's fucking weird.
0: <laughs> it is kind of weird. Another thing that sucked: bad nicknames. Since when did Jasper suddenly have the nickname Jazz? Has he always had that <laughs> name? No.
1: no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I think it was just in this book she's, like, suddenly nicknaming him Jazz out of the blue for no reason.
1: And also, speaking, speaking of, well, bad names, the baby's middle name. Did you catch the baby's middle name? No. What was it? Well, so the baby's stupid first name is Renesme because it's mm. Renee and Esme. Yep. And we find out that the baby's equally dumb middle name is Carly because that's Charlie and Carlisle. Oh my god
0: Why didn't I think of this With my children
1: Uh, And she also nicknamed
0: her kid Who broke her spine Destroyed her pelvis Broke ribs from inside Bella Uh, Nicknamed her my little nudger Almost (laughs) immediately after she wakes up Where's my little nudger
1: it's Which like, is fine with that as a stupid nickname, but when uh, everyone else is calling the baby Ness because they don't like this stupid oh, the stupid Renezme name, she gets yeah. all pissed off. Like, you can't call my baby Ness. That's a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> That's mean. Don't call her Nessie. I also wrote down a little
0: bit of uh, bad writing. At this point, I should be completely numb to it, but there's still times where uh, normal Glenn, uh, pre-Twilight Glenn, will read stuff and get outraged. So That's good.
1: You, you need to... Don't ever... Let that don't go. Don't ever let go of that Glenn. You <laughs> need that Glenn. Don't, if that Glenn ever completely disappears, we're in trouble.
0: Well, bad writing. Um, Yawned hugely was one. that <laughs> I did a spit take with my coffee as I heard it on the audiobook. She eyed him frostily. I. It's... From what I know about writing, you're never supposed to say, like, she eyed him, just leave it at that. But like, frostily, those are words you're supposed to always stay away from. It's like the first rule of writing that you take in any beginner's writing class. But she does it constantly. And one thing that I think for your reading segment, if you don't already have something, sort of in the beginning of chapter 28, when they find out that the Volturi are coming, there's a paragraph after paragraph of them saying why, where, when, over and over and over again.
1: (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, we'll do that.
0: Yeah, you should read that because that was just like, it was getting absurd. Like, after the 20th why or when... I was like, "What is going on? Is it, I have I am I just missing something? Is, is this like a comedic part, or is she just having like a
1: stroke while she's writing?" I'm also a little unclear as to whether or not Bella needs to breathe. What do you mean? Well, she's a vampire, so she has no need for air in her lungs, right? Uh, well, you wouldn't think so. They they don't breathe. So there's this whole thing where when Charlie comes over. Mm-hmm they don't want her to know that she's a vampire or whatever so they're giving her tips to appear more human mm-hmm. and you know things like you know cross your leg for 5 minutes then uncross it and cross your ankles instead while you're sitting uh, just kind of fidget a little bit, touch your hair oh, sometimes. Because otherwise just, she said
0: that they just stand, like they're happy standing for nine hours without
1: moving. Yeah, yeah, and and one of the tips they gave her was uh, move your shoulders subtly so it looks like you're breathing. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't catch but, that. But then it made, but she kept, there were other references later where she was out of breath. Oh. <laughs> D- does she need to breathe or not, Ms. Meyer? Well, one thing I picked out that I thought was just
0: silly was uh, that they they practically announce Yeah, we never need to rest, eat, or even go to the bathroom. (laughs) So I guess the breathing comes in. It's probably part of the same conversation. Well, do you have anything Uh, for what the hell? Because I've got, uh, got a big one. So did
1: they only fuck that one night when they got the cottage? Well, you Bellin know, because they, they, they made the a big deal of I missed that. the
0: fucking altogether. So I never even caught the fucking. So it must have not been, it must have been another thing where after they're done, they reference it once and I missed it or something. No, they
1: reference it more than they did on the honeymoon. So they, um, they made it clear that they were fucking all night. And they, <laughs> vampires, and they can't keep their hands off each other. And it's new vampires love to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where all the, the stupid jokes are coming from Jazz and Emmett. Or mm-hmm. Teasing them about fucking so much that one night. But then I don't think they fucked at all after that. They were saying how they always brought Renezme back to the cottage to sleep with them. And I, it doesn't seem like they were fucking much.
0: Yeah, I didn't catch any fucking after, after she woke up as a vampire. I know they kissed and made out, and she talked about how amazing it was,
1: and I probably just tuned out. But um, Maybe yeah. I should read that scene instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to hear that. But, yeah, they made it sound like it was a big deal. Vampires love fucking. They can't stop fucking. And then I, they didn't seem to fuck after that one. Day, so.
0: <laughs> well, maybe they're also you know, incredibly satisfied after their amazing sex, where they can go for like a six to eight months without having to do it again well i have the epigraph quote which was i don't have the quote uh maybe if you want to read it but it's i don't re- it wasn't a, especially a quote that stood out as being funny or weird or anything it was just kind of your average quote but i was shocked that it comes from orson scott card uh noted racist and uh <laughs> homophobe who wrote uh what book did he write now it's not coming to mind it's Ender's game did he write the so but yeah um, he is very homophobic and racist and she quoted from him and I'm like okay so like an example of his homophobia on the topic of same sex marriage I looked up a couple of his quotes to make sure that he's as bad as I thought he was He said uh, on same sex marriage, I will act to destroy that government and bring it down so it can be replaced with a government that will respect and support marriage and help me raise my children into a society where they will expect to marry in their turn. Then on Obama, he said Obama will claim the need of a national police force in order to fight terrorism and crime. The Boston bombing was just a useful start, especially when combined with random shootings and crazy people. Uh, Where will he get his national police? Uh, they'll be recruited from the, quote, young and out-of-work urban men, and it'll be hailed as a cure for the economic malaise of inner cities. In other words, Obama will put a thin veneer on training military structure on urban gangs and send them out to channel their violence against his enemies.
1: I, so I didn't realize any of that about and Scott Card. Oh, um, he's horrible. He's a horrible enemy. Uh, he's, he's a Mormon, I'm, I'm reading here.
0: And... Oh, is he? Well... Then yeah, maybe that's why he, she quoted he, him just for that. Because I'm like, maybe she doesn't know about how
1: bad he is. Well, he went to he went to Brigham Young University. Oh, maybe they ran into each other. But but not only that, he's a great great grandson of Mr. Brigham Young.
0: No, oh, yeah, weird. Yeah, uh, g- uh, good good for him. He t- he turned out great. Yep. I thought, well, what's the <laughs> quote from? The quote is from the a book he wrote called Empire. And I was like, oh, she probably just read one of his books and liked this quote or something and planned on using it. But the book Empire is about a second civil war between liberals and conservatives, uh, where oh, a radical leftist how, army how calling time themselves came. the Progressive Restoration takes over New York City and declares itself the rightful government of the United States, is what the book's about. Series of books, not just one. It's a bunch huh. of books. So she read this, probably loved it, <laughs> because the conservatives are the heroes and the liberals are these crazed whatever, and they're... starting a second civil war and uh so she quoted him so i think she's probably like a racist i'm guessing
1: the the quote being personal affection is a luxury you can have only after all your enemies are eliminated (laughs) until then everyone you love is a hostage sapping your courage and corrupting your judgment
0: oh well there you go maybe the quote was worth repeating after all that was pretty good So there you go. Uh, Finding out that she's quoting Orson Scott Card and probably knows how bad he is and must enjoy it. That's why she quoted him, is my guess. I like it. Is there anything good about this book? I literally have nothing written down for that. I can't find anything good about these chapters.
1: So I'm grading it on a curve here. Oh. So trying to be just... When I say good, just relative to the other stuff. But mm-hmm. I thought the first chapter that we read here when Bella was all disoriented becoming a vampire was it was at least different than the other stuff that we've read. And it was kind of just how it was written. It was not as spoon fed to the reader. It was a little bit more. Oh, OK. Oh, it, it was kind of disjointed and it kind of fit with what Bella was going through. So uh, well, I, sure? I was trying to find something positive. And then no, so, good and for you. It was, you. Like, it You're was doing kind a of. Work. Yeah.
0: Well, you did better than me because I couldn't get anything out of it. Um, because that, you're a bitter, broken old man. I guess I am. A bitter man that rejects love because people you love uh, will hold you hostage. <laughs> <laughs> their I don't know, whatever that quote was. With that, let's do Ben's Corner where you read a segment.
1: I barely heard the confirmation of my fears. I didn't need it. I already knew. (laughs) The Volturi. Alice moaned. All of them. Edward groaned at the same time. (laughs) Why? Alice whispered to herself. How? (laughs) When? Edward whispered. (laughs) Why? Esme echoed. (laughs) When? Jasper repeated in a voice like splintering ice. (laughs) Alice's eyes didn't blink, but it was as if a veil covered them. They became perfectly blank. Only her mouth held onto her expression of horror. <laughs> Not long, she and Edward said together. Then she spoke alone. There's snow on the forest, snow on the town. Little more than a month. Why? Carlisle was the one to ask this time. As they answered, they must have a reason. Maybe to see... This isn't about Bella. Alice said hollowly. <laughs> They're all coming. Oh, Caius, Marcus, every <clears> member of the guard, even the wives. <laughs> the wives never leave the tower. <laughs> Jasper contradicted her in a flat voice. <laughs> never. Not during the Southern Rebellion. Not when the Romanians tried to overthrow them. Not even when they were hunting the immortal children. Never. <laughs> They're coming now. Edward whispered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. Can go, that was fantastic. I love hearing the Louis Anderson, and you have a whole array of voices there that I didn't know you were capable of. So good nah, neither, for you! Neither did I.
1: Sometimes you just find these things out as you are going along. You know, just
0: oh yeah, you are branching. You are discovering a whole new creative angle you didn't know you had. Yeah, Maybe you, you, you just gotta. Sometimes you just gotta jump. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There we go. I was just gonna say. Maybe I take a break from uh, my other side podcast and you do it for a while. (laughs) Where you read public domain books like Louis Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's time to say goodbye, uh, Ben, for what, another two weeks? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to need two weeks to finish this shit. I know. Uh, I actually tried to read a bunch of it.
1: Also, I'm kind of busy, but that's not your
0: business. Oh, God damn it. I hate that you're using my own line against me yeah but so yeah we'll take another two weeks we'll wrap this book up and then we'll move on to the next one what do you think the next one should be after that lean uh, towards anything do you want to read the hardy boys or not the hardy boys what was the well
1: one? yeah we've got so we've got the babysitter club and nancy drew mm-hmm. that's what i have on my shelf right now and then what else are we gonna i i forgot we have a whole list going i gotta
0: well, i gotta coordinate the, with you what my
1: next book orders i'm just gonna order a shitload of books i guess so
0: well, definitely try to get your hands on helicopter man uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> dinosaur ass or whatever. That's right. What's uh, Tingle McCoy or something? What's Chuck the Tingle. Chuck Tingle? I think it's yeah. Chuck Tingle. Yeah, I think that's right.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see if we can get your hands on that. But we
1: should yeah. uh, we should cleanse our palate with some babysitters club. Well, afterwards. and when I'm getting my hands on these books, I'm gonna be doing it at Bookshop.org. Support local bookshop. Shop online with God Bookshop. Damn it. <laughs> Bookshop.org is going international now. If you're one of our many UK listeners, you can uh, order bookshop.org books and support local bookstores in the UK. Bookshop.org. Shop online with Bookshop.
0: <laughs> can I speak or are you going to cut me off and do it? Okay. What about our website, Ben?
1: What's that thing? Nuzzle? Nuzzle muzzle? Go. What? Dip, 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 dip.
0: You suddenly don't know that a nuzzlehouse.com exists, a premium website where you can look up all your favorite episodes and be able to contact us and look through our library of recordings.
1: Yes. (laughs) And there's handy links so you can follow us on Instagram, right? Yeah, because there's a lot of activity going on on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Check us out on Instagram at uh, what's your Instagram? I don't even know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't gone to Instagram in so long. I don't even know what the username is. And I think our Twitter is house nuzzle.
1: I'm not sure. Well, don't call it all tr- our Twitter. I don't think I have access to that one, do I? Uh,
0: well, you could if you wanted,
1: but... No, I've been banned from Twitter.
0: Oh, that's right, because you refuse to start up another one. It's not like you're missing out on anything. Twitter isn't yeah. great. Uh, but I, oh, it's... is it
1: at House Nuzzle? Is that the Instagram? I think...
0: uh oh, Christ, I don't know. Let's take a look. Uh, well, we'll go to nuzzlehouse.com. Simply go to the easy website, nuzzlehouse.com. And if you scroll to the bottom of this uh, feature-filled front page you'll see our instagram is house nuzzle
1: yes and our twitter is house nuzzle do you see that consistency and yes of course you can find these at nuzzlehouse.com find the links to (laughs) the instagram account that was last posted on july 10th
0: (laughs) was it a sad little attempt or does it actually like we put some effort into that one you were taking over for a while on that um that was let's see that's That was a Leaves of Glen post, so it's just Um, a picture of a drink. But boy, looking over this uh, NuzzleHouse.com, this is a premium site. I'm just scrolling up and down right now, just loving the interface and all the information that's jam-packed into this one simple and easy-to-use website.
1: We offer you current book reviews and read the classics (laughs) in the spirit of a man recording in his bathroom. NuzzleHouse.com
0: I'm just going to take my mouse and bring it right over to this one hyperlink that says Book Boys. Uh, Let's see what's there. Well, hey, it's got every uh, episode we've ever done, including also the uh, people who made our intro and closed music and our review music, and also the Backyard Blast
1: Bird Blurb, which is a song called Return of the Lemming Shepherds. It's a fantastic (laughs) tune. I'm a big fan of that song. Just Um, a great experience. Speaking speaking of which, so the the description here on (laughs) nuzzlehouse.com slash book dash boys (laughs) describes this as a podcast where two middle-aged men read horrible books.
0: Which I think you still <laughs> need to...
1: Hoping, huh? I
0: was hoping that we were going to keep doing this bit where you talk about bookshop.org and I keep trying to upsell this. <laughs> but now you've joined over uh, on my side. So.
1: so So here on the page, we acknowledge that it's uh, the two of us reading horrible books. Yes. Yet still on the intro to the show, and I don't know if it's just a running joke at this point, but <laughs> you say, most of the time we read books we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times we read books that stink. Uh, and when a book really stinks, we get fussy.
0: <laughs> it's amazing how that's almost like a song where you know all the lyrics. Uh, it's weird. Well, when yeah. I made that intro over or a year ago or so, uh, I didn't... Uh, we were reading the Amber
1: Spyglass. Well, yeah, I know. those books. So it wasn't books we hated. We I know, like- but that, like you said, that was well over a year ago. And since then, we've been... <clears throat> subjecting ourselves to the misery of reading horrible books, and yet we still have that intro where most of the time we read books we really like here of the Book Boys. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, I just read... don't want to give people the impression that I really like Twilight, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's just part of the warning about our swearing. Uh, I, I, yeah. I believe personally that when we read Helicopter Man Pounds Dinosaur <laughs> Billionaire Ass, we're going to enjoy ourselves. So it'll still okay. hold up.
1: Alright. Fine. Well, with that... Thanks and while listening. you're on NuzzleHouse.com, go to NuzzleHouse.com <laughs> slash bookshop. Or you can check out the NuzzleHouse shop on
0: Bookshop. Hold on a second. I'm looking at the uh, website right now. And right up there on yeah. the top navigation bar, if I mouse over to the bookshop hyperlink. Yeah. Oh, well, there it is, Ben. It's exactly what you were talking about.
1: There's a handy search uh, search widget there. Oh, You can I see find it. any
0: book on Bookshop. And also, it says check out the NuzzleHouse shop on Bookshop, which is also a hyperlink. So I'm going to click that. Oh wow. Hey, it takes me right to uh, a beautifully designed page. Oh, it's got Helicopter Man, <laughs> Bounce Dinosaur Billionaire S. You've already got it in there. <laughs> yep. I just love the cover. It's a guy with like super muscular guy with no shirt, but then it's his own face superimposed up in the sky.
1: <laughs> well, I love how that book is in between a Nancy Drew book and the Babysitter's Club <laughs> book. <laughs>
0: And then you go down below to Leaves of Glen and it's like the Blue Fairy Book, the children's book of Thanksgiving stories. (laughs) Ben, okay, thanks for being on the show. You're a great friend of the show. (laughs) Thank you. uh, You make me feel special. Really love that bit we just did right there. That was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, didn't we?
1: Yes. (laughs) Oh, so one of the the Blue Fairy Book and then the Blue Fairy Book annotated. Which one do we want to remove? Christ I was just trying to wrap
0: up the recording now we got to do the ending all over again hold on a sec uh, I'll remove the annotated one hold on <coughs> because I have it in a couple of my posts on the site now we got to redo the ending again because we keep talking business we're talking shop
1: yeah we'll see well, ben, shop is, thanks course, for being on the bookshop.org is the shop that you're referring to bookshop.org oh
0: god damn it <laughs> I'm trying to end the show thanks for being on the show Ben and thanks for everyone for listening We're done.
1: Thank you, everybody.